0: Hey there, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because, well, frankly, it's the one that bums us out the least recently, but just barely. Now, back in the before times, Troubled Waters would pit two teams of comedians against one another in a pop culture battle royale. But now, teaming up with another person who is not in your quarantine pod is Possibly lethal, definitely unethical, for sure more frowned upon than trying to just drop your daughters off for the night in Cancun. So for now, it's one comic against another. And to win this battle, each comic will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the the great vicious comebacks they've been amassing in isolation to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus. That title automatically gives a, a person's opinion on... Let's say the Daft Punk breakup, more weight than a civilian's. We'll get into it. You're listening to Troubled Waters. meet our comedians. Our first contestant just recently launched her podcast, Lady HD, a podcast for distractible women. It's Jen Welsh. Hello, Jen.
1: Hello. I'm very excited to be here. Like I told you earlier, I'm very competitive. I'm very, uh, like, didn't sleep last night just in anticipation of uh, destroying my competitor. So uh, Okay.
0: I like that attitude. I like it a lot. Just
1: happy to be here.
0: Uh, are you afflicted with uh, ADHD, as the title of your show suggests?
1: I most definitely am.
0: <laughs> me too. <laughs>
1: yeah, yay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, this, and it was like a thing I knew, it's was, it was a thing I suspected about myself for a long time.
1: And yeah. like, you know, you everything a- I
0: read about it, it, was like, that's exactly me.
1: Were you an adult when you got diagnosed?
0: I. It was two years ago when I got
1: diagnosed, yeah. yeah. Congratulations, welcome. Mine was 12, Thank you so much. 12 years ago, right? So okay. fun. Okay. What what a great, what a great uh moment to get that diagnosis and realize that you're not you're not lazy. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. It's uh it is it's really nice. And then uh yeah, so I got the diagnosis um and I was like, I should do something about it. And then years passed and I didn't because I was distracted by things. And uh and then lockdown happened and I was mm-hmm. suddenly in a position where like I couldn't drive anywhere or do anything and all the all the little tiny Errands that make up my day were gone, yes. and it was just me in my office. And it was like, oh, I'm, I have to do something because I'm not getting anything done. With that's why I started the podcast day.
1: during during lockdown. Yeah, I was like, See, I got to do something. This. Yep. Uh, otherwise, I'm just uh, other than that, other than the podcast, I'm just kind of like floating on a cloud. <laughs> from, Great. From thing to thing, is what I I'm I think doing that's the
0: only days. smart thing to do. Yeah. Well, you know what, Jen Welsh, the 15 milligrams of Adderall in me. Salutes the whatever, however 30, you're getting for, through it. 40,
1: 40 milligrams of five ants over here, so.
0: Oh, fantastic, fantastic, yep. terrific.
1: I just raised Excellent. the John roof Marsh. for people who didn't you see sure it. You sure did. I did. You sure yeah. did.
0: Oh boy. And our second contestant, you can check out his comedy special Shelf Life on Amazon and Pandora, or you can follow him on Instagram for delightful videos, uh, like the one about the vaccine that really made me fall in love with John Marco seresi Hello. Did I say your last name right?
2: It was, it was perfect. Oh, good. No, I don't so have happy. ADHD. I was dating someone with ADHD, and I did that thing that people do. I'm like, I, I've always thought I have ADHD. And she said, oh, how many times have you lost your phone? And I was like, look, I, I've never really. And she's like, I've lost it 20 times. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay, my bad. I'm yeah. just a little distracted occasionally.
1: That's like the yeah. first question on the on, that the doctor asks you when you go in.
0: Yeah, it's um, yeah. You would know. Um, how is your
2: lockdown life, John Marco? Uh, it's 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 a lot of the same things every day. Mm-hmm. A lot of Zoom shows. I I uh, sure. made a I made a killing in December. A lot of corporate Zoom shows. Doing one day, I did five hour long Zoom shows back to back. Wow! And that's uh, it's it's pretty bad. Um, but uh, I'm doing I'm doing what I can. I got a plant that's new. That's it. Oh, great. If you keep listening, if you keeping your nose above water with Zoom work, that is great. Sure. It's just hard. When you do it's a great. joke, if it doesn't work, you can't tell if it's the Wi-Fi or if the audience is terrible. And so it's just a constant struggle. Well, the mics are on usually. Or if they're not, I look at their faces intently for a slight smile. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm sure I have lots of things that I think are great. And I will eventually test them out live and find out No. I think the bar is lower on Zoom shows, I do. It could be. Um, when do you think you're gonna
0: be performing live again?
2: I think there'll Any be outdoor shows, and it, it just, it's gonna depend. I mean, they're opening up movie theaters in New York, so everyone's gonna be deciding. I know it's a, I know it's a no, but there's gonna be outdoor shows, drive-in shows, and sure. uh, people will, will uh, figure out their own individual paths in this okay. year. We'll see what happens. There you go. All right, you've met our players. It is now time
0: to see who has the better grasp of what's really important. Now, folks, you might not have known this coming in, but this is our 50th episode. Oh, yeah. Troubled Waters 50, TW50. Uh, It is, it's a golden, golden anniversary? I don't know. Something anniversary. So for our 50th, we're going to give our love to the Silver Foxes, the golden girls of the universe. We have asked each player to pick their favorite living famous person over the age of 50. It's a youth obsessed business, but we're we're bucking the trend. Uh, Jen, who's your favorite elder celeb?
1: Uh, the fir- okay, first thought, best thought. Uh, Allison Janney came to mind.
0: <laughs> Allison
1: <and> Janney. <laughs> Great, that's who. I think she's Great. fantastic in every movie she's in. I think? love the sitcom Mom. Uh, wow. I think I think she's fantastic in it. If in terms of like multicam sitcoms, it's like up there, you know, because they're a little they like, can be a little cheese balls, but like yeah. that one, I can just watch it nonstop. Um, so uh, I think she's wonderful. I think she's great on the West Wing, right? We have Jen Psaki in the White House again. Uh, we, uh-huh. so we have a female press secretary. Sure. See, all these connections are happening right here because I said Alice and Janney out loud, so I'm happy that that happened. Yep. And
0: what a, what a great rabbit hole to go down, mentally. Yeah. And I am just now learning from our producer that we did not, in fact, ask you to come up with the name of a person over 50 beforehand. <laughs> so we're very much putting you on the spot. Um, but that's okay, that's the way it goes. So, John Marco, your favorite celeb over 50.
2: Yeah, I guess, uh, first thought, best thought, as you said, Jen, I'm gonna go with with Daniel Day-Lewis. I just Googled oh, his age right. to make sure. Um, uh-huh. But uh, I, I, I was always, I used to be a, a big actor boy. I went to college for musical theater, I was a big fan. And he oh, really, boy. he really uh, d- disappears from the public eye. And I remember reading this. I remember reading about Robert De Niro. Never liked to do interviews because he he wanted people to be able to believe him in a character role. And he thought, like, you know, why, why this celebrity? There's so much celebrity, and then you see the celebrity and not not the performer or the performance. And Daniel Day Lewis, true to his philosophy, disappears. He makes some shoes. He farms. He builds a house, and then he says he's retired. I don't. But he's sixty three. There's there's one or two more roles in him, oh, uh, absolutely. But almost every time he comes back, and it's it's always very good, except for nine. And uh, yeah, oh, you didn't like nine, huh? Well, I've always been a big nine fan, and it was one of the, as a musical theater major. Huh? When someone can't sing at all, it was interesting because yeah. he's able to master. He's able to build a house or learn how to box or operate with one left foot, but singing. No, he was unable yeah. to master the art of singing.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. You can't just you can't just learn that.
2: that Fergie, work. Fergie was very good in that movie, though. Was she really? Oh my god. Never she did thinks, see it. Oh, it's it's a fun, it's an amazing cast of incredible women, just astounding cast. Okay. All right.
0: Well, listen, I got the time. Perhaps I'll <laughs> pop it on. Allison Janney versus Daniel Day Lewis. A fight for the ages. A fight. Between the aged. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, those are your buzzing words. Keep them at the ready. Janny versus Day-Lewis. Allison versus Daniel. I'll take either. Uh, they will be your buzz in words as we go forward. All right. Our first round is a round. We are calling Muppet or Nope-It. Muppet or Nope-It. All five seasons of The Muppet Show, the original 1970s Muppet Show, are available on Disney+. Worth getting Disney+ just so you can see Kermit the frog take center stage and say it's The muppet show with special guest Juliette Prouse and like and I for me I remember when I was 6 years old just going like fuck yeah Juliette Prouse it was a children's show and literally every guest star was 85 years old this has nothing to do with that so the muppet show Stuff like Sesame Street, The Muppet Christmas Carol are beloved entries in, in the, the Muppet filmography, the canon, if you will. But there may be a few Muppet properties that you have forgotten about or that you never knew about. I'm gonna give you a list of Muppet projects. Some will be titles. Some will be uh, plot descriptions, log lines, etc. You will buzz in to tell me if it was real. Muppet or fake, nope it. Got it? It's easy, okay. Number one, The Muppet's Wizard of Oz. D-Day. Daniel Day-Lewis. John Marco. Uh, that's gotta be real. I, I'm a Muppet. Yes, it yeah. is real. And you remember the rules right away. Muppet is correct. It was an ABC movie of the week in 2005. It was so 2005 that Dorothy was played by Ashanti.
1: We're on a way to meet the Wizard of Oz, and he's gonna make me a superstar singer.
0: Ooh. He's going to give me a brain. See, and he'll probably give me lots of money it's Okay. Join Ashanti, Queen Latifah, David Alan Greer, and Quentin Tarantino. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, number two. Kermit the Frog is shipped to a Siberian gulag while an imposter takes his place, and Kermit is forced to put an inmate talent show on for the warden who's obsessed with him.
1: Jenny, Jenny. only because that is so specific. I'm going to say Muppet, Mm. (laughs) only because it's so specific.
0: Jen Welsh, I am sorry, that is correct. It is the, it is the plot of 2014's Muppets Most Wanted, which I had forgotten about, but which also is the source of the hooded evil Kermit that, uh, you see on uh, Twitter, evil yes, so, meme. That meme. That's evil why Kermit I knew meme. it. That's yes. why you
2: knew it. I've never this is, seen
1: this is, any <laughs> of
2: the Muppets. I got I have to admit, I need to because someone. I had a joke I did recently, and someone said, "Oh, did you know Fozzie Bear did that joke in the seventies or oh. whatever?" And it was true. I did a joke. I can't <laughs> even steal from someone. Great, I'm, I'm the poor man's Fozzie Bear. <laughs>
1: So so so, uh, Muppets Gulag was twenty fourteen.
0: Uh, it was it was the Muppets most wanted. Muppets Gulag, I don't think would be a summer sure. Gulag <laughs> winning title. Yeah, it was twenty fourteen.
1: I feel I feel like this is the cause of the whole Russian interference campaign. Like okay. they saw this and they were just so like what? so
0: deeply offended, offended to the very core. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: Um, no, you really, John Marco, should get into the Muppets if you are if you have Disney Plus. Just pick any episode of the original run of the Muppet Show. It's super. Um, it, it's it's bizarre. It, it's it's like a hundred percent not for children. Um, mm. It's it's just it's very as a musical theater major. I bet you dig it. Sure, I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah, you must, you must. And the original Muppet movie from the seventies is top notch. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, number three, Muppet Man, a biopic about Jim Henson. Uh, D Day. Uh, yes nope it nope it is correct and I like that you're just going D-Day it's fun it's kicky yeah it's quick yeah Um, nope there was a fictionalized Muppet Man script that topped the blacklist in 2000 name it had that 2009 it had that name Muppet Man it was bought by Jim Henson Productions I guess to prevent anyone from actually making it really but yes yeah so I guess it was written or at least a logline was written
2: but it was never made that's gotta be sad okay. to get your first screenplay bought in order to oh, you yeah. never
0: made, just to be fucking <laughs> spite. <spiked. Kill it. laughs> Which, by the way, I didn't realize was the was the story behind. I forget. I think it was like nineteen ninety four or five. Um, Marvel did a movie of the Fantastic Four. Mm. literally just to hold on to the rights, because if they didn't do something with it, then they would lose them to somebody else or whatever. So they made the cast and made this movie, and even the cast didn't realize that it was just being made to sit on a shelf and hang on to the rights for however many more years. So it's apparently, I haven't seen it because it's impossible to find, but apparently you see it dawn on the cast's faces like in different scenes that it's just like, oh no, this, no one's ever gonna, no one's ever gonna see this. We're just, <laughs> we're just doing something in somebody's garage. That's gonna literally sit on a shelf. and.
2: They're like this, you. this Marvel movie is low budget as fuck.
0: It is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing is just in like a tan robe. Um, okay. Uh, number four, the Muppets go to space.
1: Oh, no, Janny,
0: Janny, Jen,
1: that's uh, a Muppet.
0: well, Nope.
1: Because the Muppets go to space.
0: Well, nope. Because there is a film called Muppets from space where Gonzo learns he's an alien. And also there are cameos from Ray Liotta and Pacey and Joey, Katie Holmes and Joshua Jackson in character.
1: I want, I want, I want Christian to to check this. Do we have a, do we have a, it was uh, called
0: Muppets from space. Oh my God. You're demanding a recount on the,
1: (laughs) I'm demanding, I'm demanding a Wikipedia. Yeah, It was a tricky uh, one. It was a
0: tricky one. (laughs) I know it's tricky for those of us whose brains are broken.
1: Uh huh. Well, you have listen, if my brain made Muppets in Space. At some point, I okay. I can see every scene. It happened in okay. my head. You should okay. just write
2: it. they buy it else. from you for dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. Number five. Number five. Number five. A Muppet Family Christmas.
2: uh, uh you can do it. D day. Yes. Muppet. Muppet is correct. Yeah. It was a 1987
0: TV special. Oh
1: my God.
0: It had the Muppets. It had Sesame Street characters. It had Fraggle Rock characters. All, all, of course, a ton of celebrity cameos.
1: This is collusion. There's collusion happening.
0: There's not collusion happening. I swear to God. There's nothing, <laughs> there's no separate conversation going on in the chat. Uh, we actually do have a clip from A Muppet Family Christmas, which why not listen to it in
2: February. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Happy holiday, happy holiday. May the calendar keep ringing. Happy holidays to you.
0: Happy holiday. All right, so that yeah, there was a little clip from um up, at, that's the worst Christmas carol. Can we agree? It's just happy holidays, happy holidays. I wasn't aware that there were any other lyrics, but apparently Miss Piggy said, "May the calendar." I
2: think it's a really inclusive carol. It just I guess it holiday. is. I guess it is, it's just not
0: real imaginative, John Marco, I
2: guess that's my problem. Uh,
0: number six, Muppetland theme park. Not a movie, a thing, a theme park. A Muppetland theme park.
1: Janie. Jen Welsh. No Pit.
0: No nope, Pit is correct, there was a plan. Yeah. For the Muppets to take over Disneyland for a whole year in the early '90s, uh, for the park's 35th anniversary, replacing all the Disney characters with Muppet characters. But then Jim Henson died, and the whole thing fell through. Apparently, if Aww. you listen to the uh, the podcast
2: Defunct Land, there's a whole episode about it. So there's a Muppets like ride or something. There's a Muppets experience. it like an, a,
1: at the MGM part of Disney. There was like some Muppet stuff.
0: Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. But no official Muppet Land yet. But we're young. Number seven, The Muppet Show, Sex and Violence. Mr.
2: Uh, <laughs> D-Day. John Marco. It's got to be a note, but please don't tell me I'm wrong. You are wrong. Uh, you're <laughs> wrong. It was the the, the
0: actual title of the, uh, the original Muppet Show. Are you serious? Wait, is this pilot available? Serious. I think it is, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting
1: the end of Sex and Violence on television. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's The Muppet Show. You're really interested in that. You really, yeah. well, really want to see that.
2: That's why if I heard like the Barney <laughs> Barney Special Victims Unit, I'd be curious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, though, The Muppet Show, not 100% for kids. Anyway. Uh sounds
2: like eight. 0% for kids baseball. That, that sounds
0: like it's about 0% for kids. You're absolutely right. Okay, number eight. Scooter's uncle invites the Muppets for a vacation at the Hawaiian Hideaway, his hotel in Honolulu, but they soon discover that a rival is threatening to put him out of business, so they scheme to help him save the hideaway. Muppet. Janny. Nope. Janny.
1: Y- yes, but M- a Muppet.
0: No, nope, but that is the plot of Save by the Bell, Hawaiian style. <laughs> By the way, happy <laughs> birthday to Mark Paul Gosselar. He turns forty six on March first when this episode drops. He'll be eligible for this episode in four short years. Well done, Mark Paul Gosselar. Used to go to my CrossFit gym, Mark Paul. Good with the good with the handstand push-ups, Mark Paul. Oh, those are tough. Those are tough, John Marco. Yeah, you got you gotta be in Zach Morris shape to get that shit done. Uh, finally, number nine. Kermit the Frog performs the Rainbow Connection while in isolation due to the COVID-19 pandemic. <laughs> so bleak.
2: <laughs>
0: it's pretty bleak. Uh, I, these Jenny, are dark times. Jenny. Jen.
1: No pet, only because if that actually happened, it would have been all over Twitter, and I'm all over Twitter, so I never saw it, so it didn't happen.
0: Okay. Well, we all have our blind spots with Twitter. That was real. Uh, ah! It was posted on the Muppets YouTube channel in <laughs> April of 2020, Kermit actually even gets up to turn off the camera when he's done. Again, got a little clip.
1: Rainbows
0: are visions,
1: but only
2: illusions.
1: And rainbows
0: have
2: nothing to hide.
0: A more thoughtful, slowed down, acoustic rainbow connection from Kermit. Uh, Christian, those scores please. At the end of round one, by one, it is Daniel Day-Lewis, three to two, but you know what? It's early going. It's early going. Okay, here's the deal. For our next round, this being our 50th episode, listen to this little clip.
2: 50 ways to leave your lover. You just slip out the back, Jack. Make a new plan, stand. You don't need to be coy, Roy. Just get yourself free. Or hop on the bus.
0: Okay. Okay, 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover. You know that song. Everyone knows that song. Here's what we're going to do, y'all. There's a problem with that song, which is that it way overpromises. It says 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover, and we've been listening a bunch of times, and there are anywhere between five and seven ways to leave your lover actually listed in that song. So here's what we're going to do you need to come up with the other 43 to 45 ways. How it works is I will give you a series of names. You gotta give me a way of leaving that lover that rhymes with that name. So if I say, Mm. Joe, you would say, just tell him to go, Joe, right? Uh, Carol, push him over a waterfall in a barrel, Carol, right? You will each get one minute, setting that timer now, here you go, you can actually hear it, there we go. uh, Two. get as many as you can, one point for each way to leave, Bonus points if they're especially pleasing. Jen Welsh, you are up first. Your timer starts with the name Harry.
1: I send him to Paris, Harry.
0: Oh, I like it. It's French. Uh, Anne.
1: Kick him in the can, Anne.
0: Kick him in the can. Kick him right in the can. Helen.
1: Uh, get help from Magellan, Helen. Okay,
0: so some, some mapping, some cartography. Okay, great. Uh, Nancy.
1: Send him somewhere fancy, Nancy. Okay, a nice trip. That's
0: a nice sentiment. Um, uh, Jocelyn.
1: Okay. Mm hmm. I. Uh- God, I uh, oh oh we oh broke her. oh oh no! Get, oh, get, 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 on. Kate, Gosselin, get, get help from Kate Gosselin, John. Get help
0: from Kate Gosselin. She knows. She knows how to leave. <laughs> Magnificent. You know what? Two points for that one. Bringing your round total to six. Excellent work. Thank you. Excellent. Thank
1: work. you. Ooh, fantastic.
0: I wouldn't mess with you. Okay, John Marco.
2: Your time starts with the name Alexander. Um, just throw a pile of of, of dander, Alexander. Okay, it's pet dander. They might be allergic. Fiona. Um. Oh, go go ask Winona, Fiona. Okay. Yeah, Winona Ryder. Had yeah. A run in the nineties. Yeah. will steal his uh, heart. Haley. Haley. Um. Send him to jaily, Haley. Okay. Hallie. Um uh just run away to Callie, Hallie. Okay, Brittany. Um uh uh, uh oh no tell them about your crick crick in your knee, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: really enjoyed that last one. Two points for that last one. That was a dead heat, six apiece. Sure. Tell them about the crick in your knee, Brittany. Nobody likes to hear about your your aches and pains. No. <laughs> nobody likes that. It's a quick way to get rid of somebody. Wow, six <laughs> points apiece. All right, it is still a one-point game. Don mm. Marco, you are up by one, but just behind, nipping at Daniel day Lewis's heels, Allison Janney, with, I think, eight. Okay, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with more Troubled Waters after this.
2: It's like, guess who's coming to dinner meets
0: cruising. And if it helps seal the
2: deal, I can flex my muscles while we record each episode. I'm sorry, this is a podcast? I'm a movie producer. How did you get in here?
1: Iffy, quick, start flexing. Bicep, lats, chest.
0: Who shot you? Dropping every Friday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, hello, welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes, with us are Jen Welsh, and John Marco Soresi. Now it is time for a game we are calling Golden Opportunity. We mentioned this is the 50th episode of Troubled Waters, the new format that we launched in 2019. And to celebrate, we thought we would start the show with some trivia questions based on things barely connected to the concept of 50. Okay, question number one. This year also marks the 50th anniversary of the Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando, Florida. What do the letters Epcot stand for? Oh, I can see actual oh. pain
2: on both of your faces.
0: <laughs> oh my god. If you get one of them, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm going to give partial credit. is it if is it get, the
2: other places that Disney World is? Paris, Tokyo? No. China? No. Oh,
0: okay. oh, I like that, but no. No, I think you're overthinking it. And underthinking I, it at the same time.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay, Janie. I'm. Um, I. I think there's. Uh, cultural is the C. Um. I think. Uh. Uh. <laughs> you got um, one letter. Of. Um, um, um is the O. <laughs> I think oh uh, That's um a is point. The o. That's <laughs> a point. I'm I, giving
0: you that. Yes.
1: I think. Um. E. Is. Um. Uh. Uh. uh, uh, uh Oh he is um uh <laughs> <he> is mm. <laughs> everything pleasing of cultural things.
0: Oh wow. I okay, first of all, I I would not go there. I that's, mean that, those, those, those are those are nice words, but that yeah, that uh, oh, I that would not go there.
1: Oh, it's Epcot, not Epcot. Okay, wait 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 wait. Okay. Um,
0: <laughs> we can't we can't keep doing this, Jen. Listen, I'm making allowances for the ADHD but no. Uh it is it stands for Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow.
2: What the fuck? That's
0: the I worst. Know. Listen, I That's didn't make That's the
2: worst it thing. Ever.
0: It's so stupid and it's not a great experience to see live. It was originally intended to be an actual city of the future that people would live in, like the Grove. Ooh. No, thank you. Um but it's yeah, now now it's just like a giant there's a sphere. You can go to Pleasure Island. I don't know if that's still around, but in, in Disney World, there's like a over 21 Island and they card you on the boat and then you just go from bar to bar. It's
2: crazy. Yeah. In college it was called, you, could you drink around the world and you get a drink in every country and uh, you die by the end and they would remove you from the grounds. So, yes, they don't absolutely. You there. so you didn't die in the lagoon.
0: Uh, I remember there being like an improv club And I was like, this is, this, that's, that's the life for me. I'm going (laughs) to go in in an experimental community and work on a fucking improv club where you can drink on an island. All right, Uh, number two. Speaking of people living, what was the name of the 2005 feature debut of 50 Cent? I know I should say 50 Cent, but it feels weird in my mouth. 50
2: Cent.
1: Oh, I can see the billboard.
2: Of course. Is he on it, perhaps? (laughs) What? Is 50 Cent on the billboard? Perhaps I can see him yes. too, but I don't <laughs> yeah, know what the movie is. is.
1: <laughs> it's also possibly just a photo of 50 Cent that I'm seeing. Yeah, it says yeah. starring
2: 50 Cent. It's so close <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's also the
0: title of his debut album.
1: Yeah, it's Get Rich or Die Trying, Jenny. Oh
0: my God, a point to you.
1: Yeah. Suddenly Jen
0: is running away with it. Much like Allison Janney. It. I lived in LA at the
1: time. There was a billboard on Sunset. I would drive past it every day on my way to work at the Grove. So there. Where did you work at the Grove? I worked at the Barnes and Noble at the Grove.
0: Oh, boy. I must when have seen there. When I first moved there. to LA. Yep. Oh, golly. Years ago. Oh, those were the days. Mm, yep. Do I miss that Grove? Getting on that trolley, going from one end to the oh, other. The
1: trolley. Love that trolley.
0: Oh, God. Boy. That's that's my first stop.
1: Dancing the Fountain. fountain.
0: Oh, Uh, incidentally, fun fact about Get Rich or Die Trying. uh, It was offered to Samuel L. Jackson, and he refused to participate because he did not want to give credence to an untested and unproven actor. Uh, Number three, speaking of Samuel L. Jackson, he starred in a British action, action comedy called The 51st State. It was released in the U.S. as Formula 51, and it featured Jackson wearing a kilt throughout the film. Ah, uh, the villain in the film was played by what famous musician? A. Waylon Jennings, B. Tom Waits, C. Meatloaf, or D. David Bowie. Oh,
1: oh Yes. Um, oh, what was the one you said before Meatloaf? Tom, Tom Waits. Tom Waits. No, no, it wasn't Tom Waits. Was it? Oh, I'm looking man, at Chris. Wait, how does this work um, when you
2: buzz in? Do you then have a conversation deciding the answer? <laughs> Yeah, this d- doesn't seem right, Jen.
1: I don't know. <laughs> d
2: day, I D day, I go with the first one, whatever
0: okay. it was. Whale and Jennings, <laughs> Whale and Jennings. Boo, you're wrong. It was meatloaf. It was meatloaf. I thought what? it was
1: meatloaf. Well, then you why didn't second, you fucking you say it, it was Jen? Meatloaf? Because I second guessed myself. Because oh, how could I ever. miss it? A- How could I miss a meatloaf Samuel L. Jackson movie? How could I Mm. miss that?
0: (laughs) Well, you did. And so did everyone else, apparently. Um, uh, Number four, 51st state uh, was a flop. But let's talk about the 50th state, Hawaii, which was officially given statehood in 1959. True or false? There are billboards in Hawaii reminding tourists to remove their lays before going to bed after a rash of lay-related asphyxiation deaths in the early 1980s. Do you day Yes.
2: Yes, I have to believe this is true. John Marco, it's false.
0: Uh, It is actually illegal. It's illegal in Hawaii to post billboards and has been
2: since uh, since the 20s. You can't have a billboard anywhere in Hawaii. Have people died from lay strangulation? I don't think so. We made that up.
1: I think they probably break. Don't they? Don't you think it's flowers? I think
0: there's, yeah, there's like a quick release thing to, to like, you know, fail safe ya. Okay. So 50th anniversaries are known as the golden anniversary. Jeff Goldblum has gold in his name, but which of these sentences does not appear in his official Wikipedia entry? Is it number one? Goldblum is an omnivore, but opts to eat vegan on occasion. B, he was raised to believe in Santa Claus. C, Goldblum is allergic to cats, but has two. One of those is not in his Wikipedia entry.
2: Uh, D-Day? Yes. John oh, Bump. boy. I'm going to go with the Santa Claus one. Is false. Claus one. He was
0: raised to believe in Santa Claus. That is... Uh false. That is that is false in that it is true. It is on his Wikipedia entry. Um and you know what? To steal Jen Welsh, is it mm-hmm. he's an omnivore but opts to eat vegan on occasion, or he has two cats, but he's allergic to them. It's C. It is C. Oh, <laughs> it is not true that Goldblum is allergic to cats but has two. Um, by the way, uh it is true of all of us that we opt to eat vegan on occasion. Like I will have a plate of French fries sometimes. That is right. vegan. Yeah.
2: Everyone, I've, I, I'll have a bowl of It would be pretty lime, wild no? if you never ate vegan. If everything yeah. going into your Every mouth
1: meal. Yeah. was an yeah. animal pro-
2: <laughs> Was an animal product Meat, <laughs> at all times.
1: cheese, lard, fat. Always. Everything, mm. always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Number six, 50 in Roman numerals is A, D, B, B, C, L, Jenny. or Jenny. D, X, 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 X.
1: Welsh, Danny L.
0: C meaning L, that is correct. That was confusing. Thank you for sticking (laughs) with us. Number seven, how many James Bond films have gold in the title? Uh, D-Day. D-Day. Oh, yeah. Two? Incorrect, three. Goldfinger, (laughs) The Man with the Golden Gun. GoldenEye. And and GoldenEye. That is correct. That is correct. Well done. All right, woo. That was a that was a barn burner. Christian Duenius, what are the scores? Oh no, I don't wanna any more Muppets stuff. No, there's no more Muppet killing stuff. It. We did that one. I'm oh bro. It. Oh my god, Janny. Jenny has it. taken a lead killing twelve it. to Daniel Day I'm Lewis's nine. It. Daniel Day Lewis so so seldom loses. <laughs> That's was a sitcom that was on Fox in the in the nineties. <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis seldom loses. So
1: seldom loses.
0: Um all right, we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back.
2: Maximum Fun is a network by and for cool, popular people. But did you know it also has an offering designed to appeal to nerds? A show for nerds? On Maximum Fun? The
1: devil, you say?
2: It's true. It's called The Greatest Generation, and they review episodes of a television program for nerds called Star Trek. They've reviewed TNG, DS9, and are now reviewing Voyager.
0: Hey, Star Trek. My daughter enjoys that program.
2: Well, if she enjoys that, and she enjoys humor of the flatulent variety, might I recommend she subscribe to The Greatest Generation? Hey, are you calling my kid a nerd? Boy, I oughta... Well, gotta go! Become a friend of
1: DeSoto by subscribing to The Greatest Generation on MaximumFun.org today!
0: And we're back. Welcome. Back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. Jen Welsh and John Marco Ceresi are here playing. It is now time for our final game. It is one we are calling Lord Have Murphy. As I'm sure you already know, the Coming to America sequel, Coming to America, premieres March 5th on Amazon Prime. Uh, I got to watch it. It is so much fun. All of the things that you uh, would like to see back again, come back again, including the theme song from The System. It is. Uh, it is a lot of fun. It's very comforting in these terrifying times. But what you might not know is that Eddie Murphy himself called me up. We talk on occasion. He asked me to give him some advice on some ways that he can capitalize on this career renaissance. You know, he's got coming to America. Beverly Hills Cop 4 is coming up. Dolomite is my name was very popular. Uh, I want to make sure that I give him great advice. I let the calls go to voicemail. But when I call him back, I want to have really good advice. So I'm going to give you a list of things Eddie Murphy asked me about. When one of you has a strong opinion about it, you buzz in. Give me your quick, compelling argument. The other guests will then have to make a competing argument about how they think that it should go. Does it make sense? It will So this it
1: started. Okay. What? It's a debate. we're giving opinions. Opinions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay.
0: Opinions. Okay. Forceful opinions. Right. It's a debate game. We're looking for, for passionate answers. We're looking for fiery, argumentative rhetoric. We have a man's career on the line. We are going to give it our all. Okay, here we go. First off, Eddie already has a ton of iconic characters, but he's still a little grumpy that Puss in Boots uh, got a Shrek feature spinoff and not Donkey. So now he is very much in a spinoff mindset. We would like you to take a classic Eddie Murphy character, spin him off into another film franchise. Whoever's
2: ready to go, uh, dive right in. Uh, the the The, oh, the mom... Uh, D Day, Dana Day Lewis, the mom yeah. from Nutty Professor. Oh, I think that family has a has a is, is a rich history that's seen as a classic. I believe it's is the mom who said uh, Hercules, Hercules. That is correct. yes. And I think that's the name of the movie Hercules, Hercules? Question mark. And that's where we see uh, uh, her love life and 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 maybe. Uh, her finding love, her son found all this success and love and it's about her and it's about um what it's like to be an older woman in a world that that doesn't value old people the way they should and uh and she Eddie Murphy plays everyone in the retirement community except for the nurse
0: oh this is fun
2: we're, we're just who's we're played by co- Brandon we've done so far.
0: okay I'm into it I'm actually into it I mean I you know did she was there a romance with Hercules in her past mm. that she can't let go? I think it's quite interesting. Jen Welsh?
1: Okay. So um, this is, uh, I'm going to use, a, can I use a pod of Eddie Murphy characters? Because I would like to take all of the uh, barbershop Uh, Men from coming to America, fantastic, and um, and and put them into uh, an all male reboot of Steel Magnolias. Okay, so um, they have uh, they have a son who um, has diabetes, then wants to become a father, but then uh, gets his wife pregnant, and, um, you know, that whole thing happens, but it's, like, the male point of view, and it's, like, it doesn't matter that you have diabetes. It's your wife who's pregnant, but it's, like, Mm -hmm. still a thing because he just, like, it has to be a thing because it's Steel Magnolias, and that's, like, a big part of it. And and we realized that, like, they're not just these sort of, like, comic foils or comic relief for when, you know, they need to, like, show some flavor in the neighborhood or whatever. They're actually full like whole people they've lived a life right and they have they have hopes and dreams and they have they have dreams deferred they have they have uh uh, you know wants for their children uh they have they have sadness and joy there's a guy in a bunny suit at some point there's uh it, it all happens but it's but it's eddie murphy and it's steel magnolias and it's the guys from the barber shop
0: i i love everything about this idea i think i would see it um, my, my note for John Marco is the way to go with, uh, the mom from the Nutty Professor is a nomad land kind of a situation. Mm. Just her, you know, slowly walking through the American West from one, from one gig to another, Uh huh. you know, th- think of the, think of the toilet gigs, uh, gags, sure. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> toilet gigs. <laughs> the, the mom, the mom from the Nutty Professor in a, in a five gallon bucket in the, in the back of an RV. You know what I mean? It writes itself, I think. That's just my thing. And we have needed an all-male steel Magnolias for a really long time. Where are the movies about men? Thank you, Jen Welsh.
2: (laughs) Five points to you for
0: that one. Uh, Our final scenario, Eddie has always brushed up against musical greatness. Party all the time. Put your mouth on me. Uh, What's up with you with uh, Michael Jackson? And the all-time classic, Unforgettable. Boogie in your butt.
2: Well, step aside, my friend. I've been doing it for years. I say sit on down, open your eyes and open up your ears. Say put
0: tree your butt. Put up a in your butt. Put a, a in your butt. In your butt. It was funny in nineteen eighty-three, if you were twelve years old. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Okay, so Eddie Murphy would love to get back into the world of music. Let us know what iconic song you would like to hear him cover and how it might go.
2: I'd I'd love to see him do uh, a a musical. I'm a musical man, as I've said before. I'd love we, to we hear him know. do. Got it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear him do uh, soliloquy from Carousel. Something he can really oh. sink his teeth into. Okay, and and I'm make not it familiar all about, with that one. Oh, you don't know that one? It's about I it's don't. A, a the Billy the Barker. It's he's imagining what he's going to do if he has a son and how he's going to raise his son and his daughter, but. Uh, to on that point, in fact, the word "butt" it would be more about his butt and what he should do about his butt, and how to what he's going to put it, put in it. It would really be a full reimagining of that musical theater classic. Yeah, yeah, but th- we're not afraid to do that. No, not at world.
1: all. No, uh, Jen, how about you? Um. Well, first thing that popped into my head was a uh, classic. First idea, best of uh, you. That's it. Uh, I uh, he's gonna do an a, a Eddie Murphy version of My Heart Will Go On. Um, it will be called My Butt Will Go On, um, and is uh, it's gonna be an instant hit, song of the summer, like played at weddings, like oh, yeah. you know, like prom song, twenty twenty three. You know, like it's gonna be everywhere.
0: But I do have to ask: In what way will his butt go on, and what uh, will his butt go on from?
1: Well, it's like. You're here. Yeah, you're no, right by my rear, and oh. I know that my butt will go on, okay. near far, like when, so. It's, it's just all about like he, he. Here's the thing: we all have butts, but they're on the, our backside. So That's it's true. like you <laughs> have to have faith. It. You have to have faith that it's like that. It's still there, right? Object mm-hmm. permanence. Is my yes. butt still there? Mm-hmm. This is Eddie Murphy accepting, having faith that his butt will go on, right? As yeah. long as Eddie Murphy's around, his butt's around.
0: It's the essential truth of the universe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well said, boy. You've both made some excellent points. I, you know what? I think, I think you're both on the board, uh, John Marco. I don't know the song, but four points to you. Three to you, Jen. For uh, for my butt will go on
2: because I can actually hear it. It's a good father daughter first dance kind of wedding.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, like yes. butterfly kisses, but different. Oh
1: yeah, <laughs> butterfly kisses. Butterfly <laughs> um, kisses. Yeah. yeah.
0: Fantastic. God, you guys, both excellent jobs. Listen, we do uh, validate, talk to Elizabeth up front. She will get you all set up <laughs> and uh, and we will be back in touch very soon. Uh, let's recap those scores. Oh my God. By three points, 19 to 16, Allison Janney is, in fact, the superior over 50 person. And Jen Welsh, you may rest easy tonight.
1: Oh my God, I'm going to sleep like a baby
0: you wanted to win and you won. God bless you. (laughs) The, the drawback though, is that it it has no meaning
1: at all. It it Um, means something to me.
0: (laughs) Okay, good. Okay, good. John Marco, also excellent work. Thank you. So nice to have you both. Thank you so much for being here. Now we're going to do our, our patented, our world famous end of show plugs. Folks, tell us what you're working on and then to write the karmic balance in the universe, tell us something someone else did that you want the world to know about. Jen Welsh, we'll begin with you.
1: Okay. I listen to my podcast, Lady HD, a podcast for distractible women. It's on all the socials at Lady HD Pod, right? And you can follow me at Jen Welch now on all the places. It's Jen with two N's and Welch like the grape juice and now like right now. And oh. I have a new YouTube channel. I have started, uh, this has been my quarantine hobby is, uh, I, I make shot by shot remakes of things in animal crossing. And I just did a full 11 minute long shot by shot remake of too many cooks from, uh, 2014 wow. that's up on there. And, um, it's my new favorite thing in the world. I have a new one I'm working on right now. I have like three up on the thing and they're like getting views and it's get It's like, I'm so excited about this. It's the dumbest thing ever. Okay. Jen, um, so I have what? to,
0: I have to ask a question. Uh-huh. Would you have done this pandemic or no pandemic?
1: I would not have done this if there was not a coup on our government. Oh. I literally started it that night because I needed to, like, focus on something that wasn't, um, you know, the downfall of our society. Uh-huh. Um, and and that's what that's what inspired this. But I would never be okay. playing Animal Crossing if it wasn't for the pandemic. So really, sure. it's all, everything has a cause and everything has an effect. You know, it's like the butterfly, mm-hmm. butterfly. The butterfly thing. It's exactly like butterfly
0: thing. You're so right.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, Someone else. Oh, my friend, uh, great comedian Maria Wojakowski is uh, incredible, and she also has gotten weird and crafty in quarantine. And she has an amazing Instagram uh, thing going on right now called "Creepy American Girls." It's either "Creepy American Girls" or "Creepy American Girl Dolls." Okay. And what she does is she. Takes, uh, she sews handmade uh, costumes from various like weird horror movies and stuff like that for her like American Girl dolls, and mm-hmm. uh, and and does videos with them and everything. And it's delightful, and it makes me so happy. And uh, go follow it because she's incredible, and the stuff she pulls off is amazing.
2: Okay, that sounds terrifying. John Mark, <laughs> uh well, me, I I have got this album. Uh, I shot a special album, fresh out. Yeah. Albums now on Pandora that you can watch it on Amazon. I, I filmed it outside last summer Uh and um I am also doing a podcast. I was feeling left out. It's going to come out next month called The Downside with Joe Marco Cerezi. Uh It's uh-huh. where we look at. We encourage people to complain and kvetch and just talk about all the negatives in their life because that's where I'm at. And you know, I'm always ready. So, yes, well, yeah, there you go. And um, I guess it's a, it's a pretty big thing to be uh, helping. But I saw Promising Young Woman on Amazon oh. and I thought it was so fucking thrilling. And like it was something I'd never seen before. And it's such a just a movie that I, I want to talk about with everyone. So, yeah, first movie in a long time that really I was just glued uh, or the edge of my seat glued to the end. Wow. So check it out. It's, it's it's pitch. so, oh my God. It's so, and you have, they have all these like the guys who normally play nice guys in sitcoms and movies, and they're playing just the shittiest kind of men in the world. And it's such a great little detail on an amazing script.
0: Okay. I've been putting it off.
2: Watch it. I promise. Promise. Very good. Okay.
0: Okay. Love it. Thank you guys. Jen Walsh. John Marcos Arezzi, thank you for playing Troubled Waters. You there with the headphones, thank you for listening. We will see you next time on Troubled Waters. Adios! You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Jen Welsh, make a noise. Ah! John Marcos Arezzi! <laughs> Oh, that was weird. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Laura Swisher and Christian Duenas. Woo! There you go. And we all love you. Bye.
1: MaximumFun.org.
0: Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.